Welcome back to another episode of Analyst Insider with me, Jack J. Now, if you are listening to this somewhere around the time it comes out, first of all, a very Merry Christmas. And as a special Christmas treat, what we're going to do today is try and interview two analysts at the same time. Now, the, we are speaking to Arcus and Veer, who were the analysts at Rogue during the 2022 season. And interestingly, they're two of the three analysts who actually worked there in kind of the wider Rogue team for that season. And it was one of the best performing seasons for Rogue. So we're not trying to say correlation and causation, but certainly it's a great sign to see a team clearly investing in data and analytics uh, really outperform the other teams in the league, especially in contrast to some people we've spoken to who are the only analyst on the team and they may even work part-time. Now, reminder, if this is the sort of content you really enjoy, then I highly recommend you join the iTero Discord. There will be a link in the description. It's where like-minded people come together and share resources, discuss certain concepts, maybe help someone learn to code, whatever it may be. We're also doing more events like live Q&As and round tables and the occasional Clash tournament. So if that's the sort of thing you want to get involved with, then do find that link in the description and join us there. Now, please do bear with me because this is the first time I've tried interviewing two people at the same time and it, it was harder than I thought it would be. Uh, so if you do have any feedback or comments, let me know, but hopefully you don't find it too off-putting and you can enjoy the whole episode. Pleasure having you. And it's going to be a bit of a, a new challenge for me to try and interview both of you at the same time, but uh, we'll, we'll give it a go and ho hopefully it goes it goes well. Um, so we're going we're gonna to jump straight into our very first question, which is uh, just a kind of a review of your your background, wherever that's in esports or even before esports, uh, and then where you are where you are now. So, uh, Arcus, we'll we'll start with you if you can just give us a quick overview of, of what you've been doing so far. Okay, uh, I studied uh, math, and I have master degree. Uh, I work as programmer uh, before uh, I interest uh, about esport and um, I started uh, watch League of Legends uh, about second seven uh, second season or or third but it's more for fun and play uh, in, on the game uh, then I more interested about uh, esport and I watch uh, all worlds uh, professional games and uh, I want to try uh, to join other organization and uh, I start I started as head coach but it's not for me uh, and I changed position to, to analyst uh, started uh, on second division in prime league uh, then I joined to, to EBL uh, first prime league and in last year i joined to to rogue and started as uh data analyst because uh, my background with program program uh programming is uh really useful for 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 team uh when bias uh, is are provided data to to team and professional games Awesome, thanks. Uh, really cool. And then, and same with you, Veer. Where, where's your background uh, up until now? So I started in esports maybe well, five years ago or four years ago because I started watching League. I think also like artists in the second season. 
And then I started as a, a team manager, like in small teams in, in my city. Like, um, then I jumped to the amateur of Spain. And in one event, uh, one manager um, that was in, in a Superliga team recommended me to, to move uh, to analyst position to um, get more knowledge, uh, more people, contacts, everything. So I <clears throat> moved to analyst position at the same time as I was doing the uh, manager things in the Academy of Tinkeso in Spain. And then after Tinkeso Academy, um, I the, um, I was in Dusty in the um, NLC in winter. And after that, I applied for Ago Rogue and I started in Ago and Rogue. I was two, uh, two years until now uh, doing scouting analyst. So Amazing. now I'm like, I mean, I like analyst things, but also I miss sometimes the team manager job. So it's kind of um, a conflict in my mind sometimes, no? Because I like both things. So. <laughs> yeah, t totally understandable. And I'm sure that you have, whatever you decide to do, I'm sure the skills that you've learned as an analyst are going to be really useful back when, if you decide to go back into a team manager role or yeah. something like that. Also combine uh, them. Yes, team team manager slash analyst would be quite quite a difficult <laughs> challenge, but <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you could do it. Uh, so I, I think this would be it would be useful uh, to give some context that there's actually a third analyst within within Rogue from the 2022 season, uh, which is uh, Blue Light uh, Blue Knight. Um, okay. So Arcus, could you just describe how you split your tasks as analysts between three people? Because there's a lot of teams out there who just have the one who does everything. So how do you guys approach the various different challenges that come up um, with having multiple people doing the same same role? Okay, uh, Nico um, split uh, whole work for us uh, in LEC team, and we mainly focus uh, for this. Uh, Nico um, present all. Uh, the useful data or scouting patterns for for players. Uh, my goal is um, provide uh, data uh, to 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 help him uh, do it faster. Uh, and I think uh, about Veer position, it it, it would be good uh, uh, if she can say it about that, but. Like I said, mainly for me, it was uh, provide the data application uh, each of uh, each of person from staff can uh, log into to application life filter what they want. Uh, they can uh, give me some idea what I can create for for them and help. Um, provide that uh, in faster way than manually because like I said at the start bias give us uh, a really useful data and if I know how to how to use that and show clearly and clean for players it would would be would be good and helpful for for the team great thanks so so it's kind of uh, if we relate this to a more 
uh, corporate word, it would be like a data analyst or a data engineer. Yes, yes, yes. Sort of it's it's mainly for 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 last year. I'm as data analyst for for LEC team, but for Rogue, uh, for Agorog, I uh, work with Bloomigan and help them. Uh, like uh, Nico help uh, main team, I help players and do presentation and work um, closer with with this team as. Um, analyst position but but like you said for lec team i mainly uh work as data analyst cool and would you say that uh of those two roles one which is you summarizing the data and presenting it to, to teams and the other one which is the more hardcore technical coding one would you say there's one that you prefer more to the other or do you think they're both valuable i think um i like work with data but uh, on the other hand, I like to improve each split uh, and I want to learn something new. Uh, for me, it's both things. It's really interesting and I want to, to improve and maybe in future I can uh, be like uh, Nico as head analyst in other team or, or work with other person and management the time split uh, tasks and it's my clear goal for for next year for sure fantastic yeah i think it, i think there's such value in being uh diverse even if you only spend a small amount of time learning about what a coach does or what a different type of analyst does yeah. or even yeah. what it is to be a player it just gives you more insight no matter what role you end up doing so i think that's really valuable um, so, so we'll now go back uh, to to Veer. Could you just? I think you just self-described yourself as a scouting analyst, but it'd be really great if you could just break that down into more detail. What sort of things you do every day, and what sort of value you add to the team? Yes, as I just said, I mean, I, I'm a scouting analyst, and he's data analyst. No, so what a scouting analyst uh, does is more uh, about patterns, about what's the game, so taking notes about. Uh, Everything that is happening to the game that maybe um, the APP is not uh, having this data, no more more manually. So I can yeah spend my days watching games, taking notes about the objectives, the rotation, the everything is happening. Then you can have everything in the Google Sheet, and then you can yeah see the patterns and and Nico can see what is going on here and what is repeating here. The Maybe uh, what I have to also improve is um, uh, to do also the presentation, as I just said. Like maybe it's my next step to uh, move all the data I collect in the in the seat to extract the best and do in the in a PowerPoint or something to present to the team. I think it's the skill I have to improve for next year. I guess. Fantastic! That's really great that you've got an idea of where the next big easy win is for you on, on how to become a better analyst. I think that's so important for self-development is knowing your strengths and weaknesses. Uh, I know there's lots of people who are interesting in the scouting role because there is no way of learning it, right? You can't Google, how do I become an esports scout analyst? It's so niche. So um, I will ask on behalf of them, what do you have a, a methodology when you come to let's say do a vod review for a team that you're playing on the weekend 
do you have Google Sheets open where you're taking notes? Are you taking print screens? Like how, how does that actually work? Uh, what is your methodology for watching a VOD? Mm, for me, the question or for in, the, in general? Uh, for you, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm watching the board and then stopping the game, just then when, but I first, for example, do drakes, for example, and I focus on drakes and then maybe do errors or whatever I need to the, for this team, because maybe one team we, can, we need to focus more in vision, for example, and the other team we need more in auto objectives or it depends, but mostly like, yeah, like this. Um, Cool. So you're just taking, you're watching the game, and you might replay the dragon fight four or five times, and each time maybe you're not, writing notes or whatever. Maybe not four be. or five times, but I mean, yeah, <laughs> like watch the game four or five times. But I mean, first uh, I focus on Drake, then focus on Eras, or then Got uh, all, all our all, um, all the teams, you know, in LEC or the league you are watching, you have to do this. Cool. So you're taking away things that can't, that are harder to get in data. So you, you may be looking cool. at things like uh, the position of the players and how yes. they're, who's rotating at certain times and those sort of things. Yeah. For example, if Nico said, okay, um, for this team, I want uh, this jungler, uh, what he's doing, or the rotation of the support, or it depends on the, because Nico knows a lot about, uh, in general, about the AC teams. So he mostly knows what he needs for um, the next game. So he can say, okay, for this team, focus more in vision. For this team, focus more in in rotation of the support of in younger or so then you focus on, on that. Got it. Good stuff. And and how about um, a, a common one that comes up is is level one studying. Is that something that you get involved in looking at potential traps that you might be able to do to against a certain team? Yeah, I don't know. I like to watch the level ones. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're one of those things where I feel most analysts I talk to mention level one analysis, uh, but they're so rare that they actually work in professional play nowadays. You just don't see it as often as you used to. Uh, so maybe not as worth the time. Well, um, I did that like a, for a long time to watch the level ones for me something that, yeah, it's like it's normal to do it and I like it. I don't know. <laughs> Awesome, good stuff. Yeah, it's pretty standard to to do something um, patterns like like you said. Level one, it's it's standard, and you need always check how 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 team play uh, on that. Uh, what well, it depends uh, draft or or um, specific team players how they like uh, to do invite or. Oh they only can play standard and stay defensive uh, on his side and uh, ward uh, on the jungle or other specific uh, place. But I think you can do uh, it automatically like we have it uh, in this uh, year. Uh, and many things you can do that uh, as programmer and with code and you don't waste time for for do it manually but like uh we said something it's more specific and you need to uh, look on vote and uh check it few times how team plays 
uh, and it's more uh, manually work, but uh, it's really useful, like like data provider or uh, or other things uh, like analysts do, because it's not only uh, you do that and it's it's end. You can improve uh, in few uh, things or uh, skill set. You need always learn new things and like uh, you ask about uh, patterns or how we do that. Uh, I can say I worked with three or four other coaches and each coach uh, like work with specific way and they and uh, he can look on this same situation in other way and focus on other uh, things in team fights or dragons because it depends mostly of about the coach vision or or other things like team specific got it so although the role is as a whole is kind of the same depending on which team you're in you may be doing slightly different work every single time yeah. depending on the mentality of the coach and the players and the rest of the, the team yeah, cool. yeah that's that's a really interesting insight i uh, appreciate that now arcus we'll stick with you here on on just getting a bit of technical background can you just kind of describe the general architecture you work with is there sort of cloud providers you're working with what sort of coding language do you use you know what is your when it comes to the technical side of things what is taking up most of your time okay um like i said i started uh, as pro work as programmer and i uh, do front end mainly but for esport i learn python and create own app uh on python as backend and uh, React on frontend. Uh, uh, I think um, it's better to show players or coaches uh, more, more clearly uh, on app. And that's why I, I do that in, in this way. Um, um, and I think uh, it's it's more useful for team and clean because like you know probably players like to um, see clean image or clean uh, information not a big uh, only numbers and they don't know how they can use uh, that in in game but if you have a games knowledge and know what is important you can use that uh, automatically uh, in app and show the uh, patterns and other things can be easily presented for for players uh, if you have a more technical background yeah uh, like i said i i learned python only for esport i don't know this language and in two years i can do what i want uh, other um, people maybe have similar skill set but like we know um, 
in esports it's not the big money i think in other industry you can uh, you can you can uh, have more uh, pay uh, money but if you like it you can you can uh, use that and um, if you if you are data analyst as me um, you can't have only uh, programming programming skills because you need to know uh, what you can present players and how do that for for them uh, and it's your hobby maybe or something like that you you need to have passion uh, to show them and uh, show really useful things who can help win uh in game yeah awesome i think uh it, it, a lot of this comes down to the, the the there's data creation which is creating a database wherever it's on a google sheet or wherever there's you know you're storing it somewhere it doesn't matter and that just contains data and that is relatively easy to do right you just go to bayes and you request the data that you want to see yeah that's that's it right there's a whole new step between that and actually producing useful results for a player that's going to make them make better decisions that makes them win more games and that is much harder than people think it is because you have to make it simple you have to make it visually appealing you have to make it easy to use and more importantly you have to actually do something that's going to change the result of a game uh, or at least change their perception of a player or perception of a team strategy that allows them to make better decisions wherever they know it or not when they get into the game yeah yeah you're right and like you said uh, you can uh, do one query to database and doesn't matter it's uh, money games you have better performance in app than google sheet uh, but uh, I think if you have a structured good uh, Google Sheet, it's it can be really useful that that my app and it's okay if some if someone don't have uh, programming skills and have a really good uh, Google Sheet, he can help and that much uh, I can help, but he needs to work only with. Uh, with functions, what he have in Google Sheet, yeah? I, I can right now do uh, something what a coach request and uh, do that because I have more knowledge and more way to show them. It's not, uh, it's not uh, limited by uh, other tool like Google Sheet. Yeah, the, especially uh, I know for Python, the open source community does so much work that it makes it really easy that if someone asks for a particular thing, let's say, I don't know, like a linear regression or something, you know, uh, there's always going to be a Python package that will be able to do it for you, which yeah. means you don't have to manually code it up within Google Sheet macros or whatever people do. Yeah, yeah. Crazy uh, and a lot of work and very hard to debug and all these other issues. Um, yeah, that that why I I, I learn Python because I see uh, around League of Legends you have a big community uh, and they can help you when you have a problem. Of course, in other language uh, like JavaScript or 
C++, you, you have similar community, but uh, I want to learn something new and and improve year by year because uh, it's more um, depend dependent what what you can uh, do in future. And if you stay in same place, you always be in the same place. Uh, I mean, if you don't want to improve, you can't uh, go to LEC or major region. You stay in uh, lower division like ERL or or lower. But if you can improve split by split, and you have good uh, coach to to show you new new skills or new vision, you can improve and be better. Uh, like like we are because you you see we we started in small teams, but in few years we can uh, help uh, the best teams in Europe. Awesome, yeah, that that that's great. And I think if anyone's listening and wondering if they should learn to code or not, that should be all the advertising you need to know that it's the the right move to make if this is the sort of thing you're interested in. Um, cool. We're going to move on to the second part of the interview, which is more about career guidance. So helping people who are currently wanting to be analysts, but don't have the experience or don't know how to start or don't know how to approach people, etc. Um, so Veer, I'll, I'll just start with you on this one. Um, I see you're, you're quite active on Twitter compared to a lot of other analysts. So you have more followers than, than most of the analysts I speak to, etc. Um, and you also mentioned that when you got your first role, it was someone recommended you because they knew you were really good. So they said you should you should hire you should hire Veer because she's she's really good at the role, right? So what my question is is how important do you think it is to network and to meet people and to be involved in the community when it comes to getting jobs in the LEC and and the LCS? The point here, I mean, the the is to make contacts. You the first tip, like uh, coaches, managers, um, other analysts to to improve your knowledge, or so to to improve together. No, like maybe you share with someone one for your point of view, and then the other person can also his point of view. No, and then yeah, help each other by Twitter by recommending people. Mm, even for players, no? if you have one player that is looking for team, you can help also. And then this player can also recommend you because um, they know that they are looking for analyst or for manager. I mean, like a community, no? like uh, if I know that one team is looking for, for an analyst, then for example, Artis is looking for team, I can say, okay, I know Artis and and I can recommend. And the same for the same position, the same for make the samples, then you can show them to the people that they are looking the this, I mean, the person, the analyst or whatever, also for the coach, also the same, I mean, to have something that you can show to them and then, yeah, you do awesome. the tryouts. And, and by the way, I would like to add one thing about the other question that you, you awesome. asked to, to artists. Can I do it now? Yeah, perfect. Um, what he said about the when he was comparing the Google Sheets with the with the biasing on the APP, 
I have to agree to this because I also have some samples of the, like for example, graphs or tables with data and this. And it's true that you can have this data also, but of course you have some limits that you don't, maybe you can't program what he has, but similar, but not uh, maybe the exactly thing you, you can get it, no? Like, of course I can do, maybe I can have drafts, I can have some data, win rates, whatever, picks or, or bands or, but then you, maybe not the same way that maybe ours is going to uh, present uh, in the, 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 the data. Yeah, it's, it's great to hear your perspective on on the value that brings, um, because it is it's an incredibly difficult challenge to to get to the point that you've got to, Arcus. So um, I, it, it's always good to hear that it's bringing value, and I think that's super important. Um, I, I'd like to ask a similar sort of question to you, Arcus. You actually came up in another interview where someone used you as an example of someone who's kind of come from nowhere as in like you very quickly gone from no team to the to rogue in a short space of time and they said you did that via just showing value right so i'd love to hear more about um tips that you would give to someone who maybe is more into the programming side of things um, how do they get their work recognized how do they get people to see what they're doing and kind of get seen by these big lec teams yeah, I, I think you you need to to show them more community person like like I say like I showed my first app uh, two years ago probably or one year ago and uh, I have more feedback from people they ask me how I do that uh, they give me some more ideas and it's important to um, show showed your your work your tool to other pe person because you have more feedback from them and you have improved this tool and it's really important for me i i can uh, i can improve tool because i show them uh, and they give me feedback and it's it's good way to to uh, improve your skills and uh, I mean don't scare about show your work uh, publicly because it's really important to build networking like uh, said view and uh, if you showed that and person known you you can uh, climb faster and if you have this skill uh, in programming, you can uh, help other people. I have really many uh, messages from other analysts and they want to learn uh, programming. And I give him uh, advice or tips or uh, links to, uh, to other tutorials or course courses about programming and they uh, learn it and in next few weeks they uh, message me again and uh, I can give him uh, give uh, them more tips uh, and I think it's more important to to show the community what what you can 
how you can help team and uh, i think networking is it's okay to to build but it's not uh, the most important thing because if you have uh if if you know uh many people it's not a big deal if you can't show your use usefulness for for team yeah exactly uh, so there's two two points there the first one comes up all the time in interviews uh which is great and i completely agree with it is that there's no point hiding your work forever and constantly working on it because the people who are going to give you the best feedback are people yeah. in the community so you need to send it to them and the first time you do it your your whatever you're sending them is going to be pretty bad but you're going to get really good feedback and as long as you do something with that feedback it's going to get better and better every time you you do that so that's that's super important. yeah yeah you 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 see other perspective from other persons and uh if i join to esport i don't have a really big knowledge about the game and i don't know what is important or not but if i showed my tool to other person like coaches uh more experienced analysts they give me feedback and i can improve that feature or statistic and it's uh improve my tool and um, in my situation if i showed up it's uh it's some unique and someone can't uh copy that and uh it's more harder to to maybe steal or something like that because you know if you show uh google sheet they can copy that and see what you can uh, what how you can do that but with my app you you are more safety because it's your code i can give access to to the tool but they don't know what is in files or how it works of course it's uh pretty simple to to write something uh basic statistics like kda and get it from api or bias but uh, more advanced features like wording uh level one like we or like we talked uh, earlier or um, heat maps it's really useful for for players and show them uh in one graphic or image and uh you can't do that in google sheet right now yeah of course you can um, do that in code and copy past to google sheet or google presentation but but you need to know how to do that uh with code awesome uh, yeah that's that's really interesting a really interesting point um i, I hadn't really considered the whole potentially someone stealing the work <laughs> because obviously <laughs> with an app you're hiding everything behind apis yeah. and data points so it's very difficult to then just copy and paste it which I have seen on Google Sheets because you literally press file, make a copy, and you have you have access to it. Yeah, yeah. It's a bit more dangerous, right? There's some security protocols that need to be considered. Um, awesome. So we we are running out of time. I, I haven't really appreciated how much longer it would take to interview two people as opposed to one. So um, 
we we won't really have time to go into the discord questions there is one for you arcus which if you can do in just 60 seconds which is maybe a bit difficult to ask but um the, there's rumors that uh, bays and grid are going to start providing sort of subscription-based data tools um that kind of replicate what an analyst does so do you have any thoughts about that and whether it's kind of an issue for upcoming analysts that they need to be aware of or is it not because they're providing such a different service to what you guys are doing that it's not competition as as, as such uh, maybe it's danger for data analysts but like i said it's not only coding knowledge if you know game you can improve split by split and uh, think about more useful statistic uh, and it's not only scrap date and show them it's more about thinking how you can improve uh, and show cleaner for players uh, and bias and uh, grid can uh, do a tool for uh, maybe basic things but uh it's not a danger for for the biggest uh data analysts because they can uh do more features if useful for for the team a hundred percent that would be my response as well that bays and grid might be able to provide kdas and jungle proximities and stuff which are great and that that is the basic level thing that you should be learning if you are an analyst but there is so much more that you do and if you're a coach and you wanted some custom metric or to understand something, if you had to go through that data platform, it would take months before that's available. Yeah. But with you, you can ask and you can code up something and you might not have it ready on the app, but you'll certainly have a version of it ready in a couple of days at most, right? So that's, for me, one of the big advantages is just customization, being able to do whatever you need very quickly. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So we'll we'll close with the very final question uh, that we ask all of our analysts uh, when they come on. So Veer, we'll, we'll start with you. Uh, could you tell us what your favorite statistic is? Mm, I think I like a vision statistic. Uh, also, last split, I think uh, a part of the vision, uh, we made some um, stats about what was the first word and this, and I don't know, I like it. Uh, I like to do this one. I mean, a part of the vision to to know uh, where they put the the first word on to do the the numbers, not the percentage or on the place where they put the word. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't awesome. It? So, like, uh, how often do they? So, if you're a mid laner, how often do they put it in the lane brush, whatever that's called, and how often do they put it in the river? Would mean that there's potential gank paths that no one was aware of until you start visualizing and showing that data and saying 90% of the time they're putting it in the river and therefore the uh, lane brush is, is kind of un, unseen. So there's, there, I'm, I'm sure there's loads of cool things you can do just with that one statistic. Love that. Uh, Arcus, same, same question to you. What is your favorite statistic? Um, I can say forward percentage. Uh, it's, I created something similar to base on position champion in game. Uh, of course, it's uh, include honorary laning, and you can show how aggressive uh, players is in online. And depends uh, champion, you can uh, 
show you can see pattern how he can play uh with la uh, with uh waves and um i think it's the most important in early game because i have a basic thing uh created like right now but i want to improve that based on jungle position and show how it can be dangerous uh in game he can he play too aggressive because your jungler is on the other side but mainly it's something similar like forward percentage awesome great that's 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 actually a great one because it's unique so a lot of the uh, stats we get are, are people kind of say the similar sort of things but forward percentage is certainly one i haven't we haven't had yet on the show so uh that, that's it's good to hear kind of very different statistics that we can get um we'll we'll close the interview out here uh we're recording this on the 2nd of december but this is coming out on the 22nd of december so uh, i will just say a merry christmas to both of you <laughs> prematurely for us but but relevant when it comes out and, and thanks again for, for you guys for for joining this thank you for the interview awesome uh is there anywhere that you want to uh shout out whether it's a, a website or a twitter or anything start with you arcus I only have uh, Twitter in social media, and you can uh, look on me at uh, ArcesLol in on the Twitter. Fantastic. How about you, Vi? I mean, uh, my Twitter maybe is a bit difficult to. I can link it. Maybe you can problem. link it, uh, <laughs> and keep them because I changed my Twitter. I prefer to have a new one now, and if you follow me there, it's better. Cool. We'll, we'll put both of your Twitter links uh, and yeah. you guys can, can follow them both there. Thanks again both for joining. Thank you. Thank you.